a busker from Galway I met him on the streets there only a few months ago and I had to sit by a nearby window and just take in his music I know he does a, a range of covers and stuff like that as you just heard there that song is called Coming Home um, it's Eric McKenna featuring Niall and I, I believe Eric is a UK artist mixer but to tell me all about himself and the, his tracks, it's Niall Tarmy. You're very welcome, Niall. Thanks, Thanks for so much. Thanks for having me. Appreciate so it. it's not easy uh, being a busker on the streets of Galway <laughs> when you have yeah. loads of people just passing you in and out and they don't, they're all so oblivious to what's going on around them. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That mustn't be, uh, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Or uh, Well, it's, it's kind of good and bad because then, you know, anyone who stopped listening to you actually wants to be there, do you know? Whereas yeah. like... If you're playing in a pub, it can be sort of like the people have to be there, so they don't have a choice; they have to listen to you. <laughs> yeah. But like, no, I I do like busking because um, if you manage to get a crowd, you know that 
that crowd, you know what I mean? Like, like they don't have to be there at all. So yeah. it's kind of like, you know, they want to be listening to uh, to whatever you're playing, you know, which is... At least when you have a little audience, you kind of know that you're doing something right, uh, yeah, in a yeah. sense. Like, yeah. but, but no, you've got a fantastic voice. Um, I, from that day I saw you, I just I just couldn't believe it. I was thrilled to know that you were working in the studio, uh, working on stuff. But let's go back to the beginning, even though it's still the beginning for you. You're only yeah. 18. I've just gone 18. Yeah, 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 so like it's still really the beginning for you. But go back to where your love of music came from. Yeah, well, um, I suppose I started playing guitar when I was about eight or nine and, and, and the same with, with like piano as well and then um, I started kind of I started just singing maybe at, at 11 or so just like I didn't really have any main motivation or anything just sort of I liked doing it and um, and I was kind of encouraged by you know some other some like a, like uh, previous guitar teachers I had and things like that and then um, then once I started writing music it was at 13 mm. And and like that's where I kind of I started taking it you know like seriously enough, um well as serious as a thirteen year old would take it and yeah. um yeah and then kind of since then I've just been gigging as much as I can, posting as much as I can and just kind of writing as uh-huh. much as I can as well. So describe your music that you've just written more for anyone that's just come across you now. Yeah, well I suppose it's it's just kind of singer songwriter stuff. Like I've only I've only just released my. My uh, my first song uh, earlier this month, and and then I had that collaboration song obviously as well. But um, yeah, but like that first song, I probably wrote that over a year ago. But I just I've I've so many songs I've written that I just haven't haven't got around to recording or haven't um haven't kind of been able to to re- like record them as as like well as I'd hoped I could. You know what I mean? And it's sort of um, it's basically just kind of singer songwriter stuff with. Like I'm, I am quite interested in like production because I do listen to a good bit of kind of the hip hop music and things like that. Yeah. Especially with someone like uh, with someone like Dermot Kennedy, who I notice he he brings in a lot of hip hop sort of uh, elements of of the production in it, and that's definitely something I'd be sort of interested in and kind of not just you know hearing a guitar and a voice or or yeah. piano and a voice, you know. Yeah, who would be your musical influences actually? It'd probably be. Dermot Kennedy would be a huge one, um, especially at the moment, because it's just, yeah. I mean, it's hard for anyone who's in music not to be, like, looking at him at the moment, of you know? Of course, like, yeah, it's kind of Ed Sheeran style as well. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they've got very similarities, but big voice differences in such a way. Yeah, and, yeah, exactly. And draw, like, um, so would you have had any family uh, history then of, like, music being in the family, like singers or musicians? Yeah, like nothing I know of really. Oh, no. really? Uh, <laughs> so you've been the odd one out. So yeah, <laughs> exactly. No, I don't really think anyone. I mean, everyone does a bit of singing here and there, but I, I don't think anyone in my family really was was ever even too into music. Like my parents wouldn't really listen to music. All right, that okay. much at all. Like you know, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's kind of weird. Like like the only other person in my family who really likes music is my older brother, but he just he just like he really he really likes listening to hip hop music, and he's mm. he's he's really into rappers, but. Yeah, apart from that, there's no real, um, yeah, no real family but, influence. So, so you you have, you have some kind of ballads mixed in and tra- kind of love songs. What what song isn't a song without a, a bit of a lovey yeah, dovey yeah. bit thrown into it? T- can you talk us through your method of writing them? Then what would you actually do? Yeah, so um, I suppose I'll talk about the the song you just played. So the that's the song that um, a producer called Eric McKenna. He he messaged me on um, Instagram and he sent me on. He sent me on an instrumental, and he was just saying, 
um, he was saying if you wanted like like to write something over it, and um, I didn't really kind of think much of it. I wasn't too sure, but then I listened to instrumental and it, like, and like this. Uh, bear in mind, has only just gone sixteen, and it's just an unbelievable like like EDM instrumental. It's, it, I I just I like, thought it was amazing, and and when I hear something that is kind of very good like that, like I I found that song. I wrote that song probably in like forty five minutes. Just wow. uh, as soon as I heard it, because it's very like. We know which isn't because I've spent you know hours and hours in songs and they've been terrible. So like okay. it's not really uh, it's it, it just kind of if it if it comes out like kind of naturally it's it's usually better and um, yeah I probably wrote that in forty five minutes and then recorded it uh, like a few days later and then just sent it to him and he just finished it up. So yeah. so so like something like that where I can hear an instrumental. It's kind of easy, and I just I write the lyrics and the melody over it while listening to it. But then, you know, other songs I could spend a good while on, and I have to figure out the music behind it as well as. Okay, so it's a, it's a tough enough task to find yeah, the order yeah. to yeah to interpret it to them together. Like yeah, but but I definitely found you know something like that where there's a a very good producer if they have something because he 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 had all that finished, and and like the and like the whole instrumental was made, and he just sent it to me. And then I, you know, when something's like that, it makes it a, a lot easier. Okay. And then I can just write straight away, do you know? Yeah, well, it makes it kind of makes sense. Yeah, because you, you at least have kind of a tone of the song. Yeah, and, exactly. You, you, yeah, yeah, no, <coughs> I, that, that makes perfect sense, actually. So now you're, you've are you just been kind of performing around the circuit here in Galway. So, yeah, I know you've played in the Keys and the, I think it's the Barnahalla. Yeah, yeah. Barnahalla and McSwiggins and a few uh, other spots, yeah. All right, so you've done a few local places, so... Where would your dream venue lie and actually go on to play a big stage? Yeah, well, I suppose from here I'd kind of like to start getting more like support slots kind of gigs. So maybe in places like the Roisin Dove and hopefully places like Vicar Street, you know, because cause like that's where I've um, in like the last few years when I used to go to concerts. Any any kind of singer songwriters, I, I used to always see them in, in like Vicar Street and stuff. And okay, right. it just seems like. You know, it, it'd be it'd be it'd be like that kind of venue, like like that I'd be suited to, I think. And yeah, you're like the intimate soul venues, uh, yeah, and the big sort of. Even yeah. even though I'd love to, you know. yeah, of course, you'd want to play say the the Tree Arena yeah. or whatever it's called now. They keep changing that name, yeah, exactly. But yeah, uh, going back to our older days, I mean, it was called the Point. But Point, anyway, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so intimate and personal is probably more better rather than being yeah. out of for the, now anyway. For now, yeah. But um, I take it one one thing at a time. But like brilliant, yeah. You know, I I obviously love to play yeah, in yeah. arenas and things like that as well. But um, I feel like um, I I'd, I'd be able to sit comfortably in in those kind of venues at yeah. the moment, and well, that's the, what I'd hope to do. Your you know? voice would fill it regardless whether it's uh, whether it's a small matchbox <laughs> to you know yeah, the, yeah. the biggest arena, Madison Square Garden, let's yeah. say. So your voice will carry through. Like, so. yes, thank you. Now I I have a question here to ask: Who would you be compared to? Yeah. Well, I'm going to make a comparison here, which I shouldn't really do, but you do sound very borderline Dermot Kennedy on the track, especially your clip about numbers, which we're actually going to play for people to listen now. Okay. And it's just a short clip. I wrote some words and then I stared on my feet, became a coward when I needed to speak. I guess love took on a different kind of meaning for me. So when I go, just know it kills me to leave. To all the stars that light the road, don't ever leave that girl so cold Never let me down, just lead me home Don't tell me this is all for nothing I can only tell you one thing 
On the nights you feel outnumbered Baby, I'll be out there somewhere I see everything you can be I see the beauty that you can see On the nights you feel outnumbered Now, yeah, that's very, very... Good, <laughs> excellent, cheers, rather. I, I can't give you enough praise for that because ah, that's really on point. Yeah, no, like someone like Dermot Kennedy, I mean, I'd never, his voice is insane, like, so I'd, I'd never really be able to go near what he does, but um, yeah, it's definitely something to to look up to, and yeah, especially, I mean, like, just his, his like, songwriting is just unbelievable. Yeah, and he seems to be plodding them out <laughs> yeah, at the uh, moment. Exactly, yeah, yeah. In in the terms of prodding out songs, now I know we're gonna. You have another song that's out, which is your own single release. Uh, work this out. We'll talk about that in just a second. Yeah. But I want to <laughs> find out for you that you've kind of had the the pub gigs and the studio time. What do you like? You know, to compare them, say. Oh, say so like which which do I prefer is yeah. it recording? Um, I mean to be honest, <clears throat> recording I don't really like recording at all. I do like uh, I really like writing songs and coming up with ideas for the production but like the actual in the studio recording I just hate because you're just kind of listening back to your voice and you know thinking is this right you know it's just like a lot of second guessing and all that sort of stuff and like listening back to you know versions you've you've like done and all that but um I probably prefer overall performing but I definitely do like working on my songs yeah just not necessarily yeah. recording you, 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 know? like, you just like the more live aspect uh, yeah, yeah. rather than anything else yeah do you get nervous then when it comes to performing uh i still do yeah like um for things like busking i wouldn't really because i've just been doing that for a while and like it, there's not as much pressure because you know no one's really no one's looking at you kind of the whole time it's kind of you know yeah. like, like people are coming and going so but yeah like definitely for um for kind of, uh, you know, if if I already get up on stage somewhere and it was a it was a quiet venue and you know and like people were were actually listening, I'd kind of you'd, you'd feel oh yeah. crap. Like. Well, that, that's that any nerves would set into anybody. That's whether you're used to the stage or not. Plus, the nervous means things matter. Exactly. Do you know? Yeah, it's an <laughs> that's the way to look at it. Too. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, if you could sing a song with anybody uh, at this moment in time, who would you actually pick to do it with? It can be the charts. It can be someone that's no longer with us. Yeah, I'm not sure to be honest. I mean, as regards singing with someone, I wouldn't know. But like, I'd love to kind of collaborate with other songwriters. Obviously, like yeah. Dermot Kennedy, and like, I've always thought that if I wanted a feature, uh, or you know, like kind of a dream collaboration, it'd probably be. Yeah, uh, see, I I listen to like a lot of rappers, and probably Jake Cole would probably be okay. Just like a dream feature, uh, yeah, l- like collaboration for me because. You know, I, mean, I, I don't see myself working with with some other singer as being amazing, but I'd love to work with a rapper because I just it's just so different. Like and okay, you know something like so that. So would we expect rap to come oh, from you? Then? Not, <laughs> not, not from my mouth, no. <laughs> but um, I just that sort of world is just very. I don't know. I, I think I think it's very exciting, and yeah. I'd, I'd love to dip my toes in there sometime. Yeah, brilliant. But, um, tell us about this new song, which we're gonna spin here in a few minutes. Uh, work this out. Yeah. So work this out. It's. It's pretty, you know. It's it's very. It's like quite a self-explanatory song as regards the lyric content. So there's not much for me to say there. But it's. I think I wrote it probably, uh, probably a year and a half ago or a year ago. But I I I only recorded it there before Christmas. And um, you see, I I was like kind of working on songs for an EP, which will hopefully come out someday. And 
and this just happened to be one of those ones that I was very happy with, with how it turned out. I wasn't even planning on releasing this one first, but mm. it kind of it came together like relatively quick compared to the other songs. Anyway, so yeah. you know it's it's quite kind of minimal production, but I I recorded it with um, a guy called Ray Diamond. Okay, and um, and he he added some really nice really nice production on it. So I have to have to definitely give credit to him. And um, yeah, that's it really. If you like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so your your this song is out on Spotify and it can be bought, I presume, on iTunes. Yeah, it's on all all the usual stuff. So brilliant. Yeah. And for people to actually find you and search your videos and stuff, I know you have a Facebook, which is basically just Niall Tarmy Music. Yeah, it's uh, the same with everything like YouTube, just Niall Tarmy, Instagram, Niall Tarmy Music, and Spotify, Apple Music, all those sort of stuff. Brilliant. Listen, so Niall, thanks for coming in and chatting. Cheers. Uh, thanks uh, very much for having me. And hopefully you'll definitely come back in and visit us when you have the, the EP Lovely. Uh, f- done and dusted and yeah. ready to rock. We wish you the best of luck. If there's anyone listening from the Roisin Dove or Monroe's or any si- singer-songwriters that are putting on a show, if you're looking for a support slot, I recommend Niall Tarmy. He's a down-to-earth guy. His music is fantastic. And if, if you're listening to this, you're going to hear his song in just a second. Definitely, definitely check him out. Playing us out, it's Niall Tarmy with Work This Out. I'm thinking it could all turn out a dream Watching as it plays out on a screen They're all just living their own lives instead My head's spinning, these words on repeat I've been down that road before But I'm not one to mind the sail You know I've fallen to the floor But if you just hear me out Maybe I could write it down Maybe I could work this out But it's not quite what you mean I don't want to get caught in between I wonder what I've been doing this for My head's spinning Life ain't what it seems You know I could tell the tale I've been down that road before But I'm not one to mind the sail You know I fall into the floor But if you just hear me Maybe I could write it down
Like what you've heard, then catch up on my podcasts on Mixcloud simply by searching Chris Sherlock. You can catch me on Facebook under Chris Sherlock on the wireless. Search me on Twitter under Chris Sherlock. And you can find all the latest interviews and chats and shenanigans there. <laughs>